Thanks for downloading The Nightcap. If you love listening as much as we love doing it, support us now on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap. Okay, welcome to The Nightcap. I think we've settled on the... Um, we weren't sure whether to put the in before nightcap or just nightcap, but I think we're going with the. Sounds more profound. You yeah, that, Paul? yeah, the works. Uh, yeah, sounds more makes uh, sense. This is life behind the Michelin star, so it's a late night lock in here where some of the best chefs in the country candidly discuss and debate all things culinary. Um, just set the scene a little bit. So, well, this is really exciting. We're tucked upstairs um, in a Grade Two listed building, a beautiful building in Central Stratford upon Avon. Uh, it's a winter's night. We're just opposite Shakespeare's school, um, and service is finishing up downstairs. My name's Simon Alexander. I'm a podcaster, producer, and daytime cooking show contestant. <laughs> yeah, I know you've got a million questions. Uh, <laughs> uh, to my I'm left, thinking of one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, playing host to my left is the owner of this restaurant, head chef, uh, Mr. Paul Foster. Do I say Michelin starred Paul Foster now, or are you? You can do. I'll milk it. Yeah, yeah of course you will. But I think you undersold yourself there. You were number two on Yes Chef. You were runner-up. Runner-up. Yeah. Runner yeah. runner Didn't win anything, but just pride. Uh, <laughs> and lastly, our guest today is executive chef at Holborn Dining Room, who became insta-famous through his reimagining of classic pastry dishes. Mr. Callum Franklin, how you doing, mate? I'm very good. Thank you, you for having me. Pleasure. Um, well, I've done nothing really. I've just sort of come up after you've all finished eating. But you've eaten downstairs at Salt. How was how was dinner? It was good. I was just saying to Paul. Uh, Feedback is this. Is this hard, <laughs> hard criticism? And we talked about it on the stairs on the way up. Actually. Did you? Go Very on. Very briefly. But Fill us in. Like everything I've eaten tonight, it's just it's tasty. Like it's the most important thing in food, right? Mm. And it's like sometimes it's lost. I mean, on chefs you see it quite often now it's just technique 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 mm. and people forget like what's the most important thing is that you go away from a meal and in the cab on the way home you're thinking about the flavor of something yeah and that's what makes you want to go back right it's it's great being impressed by technique but i think that's the most important thing and everything tonight was bang tidy on the tasty front love it perfect perfect, yeah. perfect. well that's exactly what we aim for i've been there you know i was a young head chef at 27 and you're trying to be a bit cocky trying to you know outdo everyone else and reinvent the wheel but it's easy to forget it's just about flavor and you want people to be like wow that's fucking amazing mm. that you know that how do you get that flavor in there so our technique is in driving flavor into things and extracting it so you know i want it to look ridiculously simple on the plate but you know, all that effort's gone is, into... Is the technique more for show and, like, how it looks rather than... Because I've noticed that on MasterChef and, and shows where you'll see the judges going, oh, he's water bathing it again. or what, Because t you can get the cooking perfect, mm. but the taste is not going to be the best. So are people just doing it for the look rather than the taste? I, th I think it's really easy as a chef to say that, to be like, water bathing. But actually, it's got, like, so many, so many good uses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... It's more, I think, a fear of just not understanding it. Yeah. Like, I use it for certain things mm. in, my, in my place. And we're probably not a place it should because of the numbers we do. Do you know what I mean? But I just, yeah, it definitely has a place in modern cooking. That's a perfect time to sort of, I guess, introduce what your place is all about. So 
Um, many people may know you for in, from Instagram because you sort of took off like making pies online, is to put it bluntly, <laughs> yeah. is like your big thing, right? Who'd so, have thought though? I know, yeah. <laughs> Would you have ever have thought that? Like, no, just explain to us what Holborn's all about and what you do there. So, um, we kind of focus on old school uh, savoury pastry, like quintessential pies, old school British cuisine. Um, and yeah, it's just something that I started off doing at the restaurant. I kind of pushed it in that direction the last three years. And it took off and it was really cool. It sits well with our guests. Um, Could you put your finger on why? Was it again down to what we just talked about? Is it just the taste or is it because you hit upon a niche or it looked good online? What do you think? I think a, a lot of people's connection with food in restaurants, when they hit that moment where they're really happy is quite often when you sit down and you eat something and it reminds you of uh, a, a nice memory, right? Quite often, that's a childhood memory. Tonight, Paul did it for me with uh, a, a carrot dish. And you yeah. say that dish. That is, that is right? always everyone's favourite dish. Yeah, carrot, and it's yeah. like it's like a roast, you know, roast chicken. Mm. I, the the crouton at the end that had like absorbed all the juices. I wanted to take it's, half of it home and have it later in the hotel. It's just like I mean? a whack of fat in the mouth. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. yeah it's just beautiful. And I, uh, I try and play on that quite a lot at the restaurant because, you know, quite often it's like family table stuff. It's what you had as a kid. But we just try and refine it a little bit so it fits better into a restaurant environment. But in its essence, it's kind of just old school child food. Yeah, right? it's awesome. I've eaten there, what? About four or five times, I think now. Yeah, I went there a few years ago. You'd not long opened, I think, and you weren't doing much of the pastry stuff. But I just went in on my own, sat at the bar, had a wicked meal, and then I think I went again. And then I took a load of chefs. We went boxing one night to watch Anthony Joshua, and like Callum sorted out this awesome meal. And uh, it's what like one of my what a cockney night out that is. Like pies, then a boxing fight. Yeah, you know I mean? we, like, had like, we had like rabbit on crew, octopus, <laughs> scotch eggs are like incredible. Yeah. Um, whole beef wellington for eight of us it was, oh, it was mega and um it's like it's like my go-to place in london i love it it's awesome Thank is you, that man. where you guys met then i think that was when the first yeah yeah first, first i met you was in holborn i think that's right, right yeah um yeah and it and it took off from there <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> blossomed it was interesting because before uh paul's just sorting out you've had some credit card machine issues tonight so paul's yeah. been running up and down Still the stairs going on. like is it yeah 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 so you've got customers downstairs that can just walk out with a free meal tonight? yeah hopefully they've paid i'll find out tomorrow and look in the bank <laughs> yeah before uh paul came upstairs callum and i were talking about how like chefs of a generation tend to not follow each other around but will have something in common from a place they've worked and you sort of end up bumping into each other at so many things that you end up forming these like almost little mini clubs and friendship yeah it's quite rooms. tribal it's yeah. a really odd thing for, and a specific thing to this industry like, yeah it is it's so so way. small the industry isn't it and but when i organized that that day um another friend of mine had organized all the the guys to go boxing i sorted out to go to Holborn and then you knew a couple of them anyway because you'd worked with um, Gary hadn't you, yeah. and stuff so yeah, we all sort of knew each other just through random reasons yeah I do think there is that element to like uh, how, how you end up getting on with these guys is shared experience right yeah because I think cooking is definitely like we can see it's generational like it's things are different now than they were when we started cooking 
and they were very different when someone like Michel Rujunia started cooking, mm. right? And because we shared those similar experiences, you automatically have something that you can talk about. Yeah. Whether it's funny or, or like terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Almost <laughs> so. like school when you've got, you've all been taught by the same teachers or you've at least yeah, come through it together. So, yeah. You've got stuff that's gone on. Yeah. And you, I find is I don't know if you find that you bond very quickly with people in this industry. I think because it's high pressure and it's tough and you can go through the same things that somebody else says, you bond really quickly. And mm. I've got friends that on paper, I wouldn't normally be friends with. We ain't got anything in common but cooking. Mm. And we've been through some tough times and that bond is made like really quick quicker yeah. than any other industry yeah. i think rather than i don't know perhaps soldiers or something they're going through something much tougher but yeah it's you just get tight really quickly yeah it makes sense um so this is a nightcap so i guess we should uh indulge in a few drinkies what have we got here then paul what have we brought up? um just a little bit of vermentino a bit of chardonnay lovely don't mind if i do do you want to do the honors or yeah why not i'm in your house so <laughs> <laughs> awesome cheers mate um, and I think we should get on to our first major topic. Now, um, we were discussing before we started this um, this first episode what to talk about, and there are so many, and hopefully we'll cover all of those in the weeks to come. But I thought um, it'd be perfect to start with the Michelin star itself, because, Paul, it's been a big few months for you, right? Yeah, cra- crazy. Yeah, crazy, <laughs> to be honest. And I genuinely wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I genuinely wasn't. I knew we'd had some inspections, I missed them how all. How do you know? If you don't mind me interrupting, how do you know? They Is it a thing? Do they just, you know, what tweeted us. Yeah. Have like, we not seen what a Michelin Oh, man retrospectively. Yeah, 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 yeah. retrospectively. But have yeah. we not seen what a Michelin man looks like? It's <laughs> fucking obvious. <laughs> it? like, yeah. Comes in with a little hat on, dark glasses. It's 10 feet tall. I reckon I yeah. tire. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I know him from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you only know retrospectively, right? Well, yeah, sometimes they announce after, but. Um, and sometimes you can pick up on them, but it's just been such a crazy year. And it was like, it was just me and two chef departments in the kitchen for the first year and a half. So I've just had my head down cooking. Mm-hmm. So like I missed out on all of it. I never looked that much in depth into the booking system. I didn't want, I didn't want our business model or our restaurant to be about that. Yeah. Obviously it's something I wanted to achieve, but it wasn't like all guns blazing. Like, that's what we need. And which is nice because it come organically. Mm-hmm. But I genuinely put myself in a category that I, I never thought it was going to happen. I've been through disappointment years before, which I think made it sweeter. I got a little email on the Friday morning. They didn't tell me I'd got anything. It was just an invite to the awards. And so harsh if you've not won. If yeah, send like you that bully special prize. Or, Here's yeah. what you Does could that have won. Happen? Does that like? Do I don't get think invited? so. And then I don't like, think so. But you think it might. <laughs> Haha, <laughs> you took us off the invite. I flash out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd lose it. Yeah, you start swinging. Yeah, I'll come all the way here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, it's a day out, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, mate, that must have been the best feeling ever, though, to get it. It, must it was. Like, but, like, relief, I, I didn't want to believe like, oh, it God. after the email. Yeah, yeah. Like, just, I phoned my wife. She didn't answer. I phoned my old boss, and my old boss sat there and I says, What does this email mean? He says, You know what it means, you mm-hmm. dickhead. Yeah. I was like, well, uh, yeah, I know, but I don't want to believe it. He's well, don't believe it until you get up on that stage and you see it. So I didn't tell the team, Man. you know, yeah. I told my wife that was it. And um, yeah, so it was good for the team because they were watching the live link, anyone on Facebook, and they didn't know I was in London. 
Really? So they just saw me get up on stage and they were like, they were buzzing, so it was nice. Oh, that's so cool, man. Yeah. yeah it is awesome. Mm. So um, in terms of this topic, the Michelin star, before we get onto the debate over star ratings, systems, how people, especially nowadays on TripAdvisor, how they rate and review restaurants, mm. you've both worked in Michelin star restaurants. What is the difference? You know, from the food to the feel of it, how do you know? Can you, is it something you can put your finger on? What is the difference from that side of the curtain? Nowadays, I think it's harder to say, yeah, right? Because different, there's so many different kitchens that run completely different to the to each other. Yeah. They have different styles, of management, and you know, you can go to one kitchen where it's still run the very sort of old military way, and there's silence all the time, and you know, mm-hmm. you don't touch your nose, you don't blink. And then you go to other mission star kitchens. Well, it's much more relaxed. And, yeah, yeah. 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 Perfect, people yeah. come in Absolute their flavor. underpants. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think it's harder to sort of differentiate. It is now, now definitely. Right? Yeah. But I think all for the better, mm. really. The, the dining public's changed, so restaurants had to change. You know, like people I know that I grew up with eat out in Michelin star restaurants but that wouldn't have happened 15, 20 years ago when I started cooking mm. it was always you know tablecloths yeah. it was like very French but now it's so diverse I mean like, like we've got paper napkins and we've got a star that wouldn't have happened 15 you, years ago would yeah. it? Have you had it where people have come in and go what the this paper napkin do you call yeah. yourself a Michelin star restaurant yeah yeah, yeah. do they yeah yeah we've had someone moan about it <laughs> we had someone before they were you do not want those people coming back so it's <laughs> not a good thing <laughs> we had nose, someone like, yeah. They, yeah. they were like at the end of it they sat me down like paper napkins why are you doing it so well, they're, they're very good quality ones <laughs> and I said would that paper napkin stop you coming back they said no so I'll keep them then yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah spend that money on a better piece of meat a better exactly. piece of fish right exactly yeah that's the right attitude yeah so okay does it work do you think the actual mission star system works obviously you can get up to three you can't get any more than that i'm correct in saying yeah yeah that's it yeah three. um and there aren't many restaurants in the world that have three how many are we talking I don't know. I think don't know. about hundred or something. 100? There's, there's what five? Is it five in the UK now? Six, five? Yeah, yeah. I think. That sounds about right. And about yeah. twenty odd with two stars in the UK or something like that. Something like yeah. that. And then, yeah. And then the ones. Do you think that system works? Are you sort of like, as representatives of the industry, are you proud that that's the thing that invigilates you? Do you think it works? I think it's a great system for pushing people to be proud of their country in terms of where they rank around the world right yeah because we quite often talk about that in the uk about how many stars we have in yeah. the uk so i guess look, i don't have a star but i do see it this sort of there's like a brotherhood right once you've got a star mm. and you're sort yeah. of in that and and it pushes people out like to also want to get in that and that's all it's going to do is create better restaurants yeah right people are putting more attention into the detail of yeah. everything and yeah do you yeah. think it's like because um, there are loads of great restaurants without stars right so mm. someone saying I've got a great restaurant but I'm not aiming for a star I, you know can you ever get what I'm trying to say is like well, look, does, what's the, what's star, the, does yeah. it define you like does it is it like you've got a star you're in this elite club now if you don't have one that's no, it not or at all no, it? not I don't at think all. so no. at all no I mean it, like I think you used to yeah I think. totally did yeah. as a chef I think yeah. Yeah. like as, as proud as I am achieving it it's like I'd never think differently to somewhere that I love that hasn't got one. It doesn't make a difference. Like He's just being nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice no, no, guy. No. no. But no, I agree. And I just think um, 
the I mean, look, what the 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 one thing you always hear about your first star is consistency. Yeah. Right. So if like someone's striving for consistency, it's not a bad thing. No, no. Right. No. That's why you go back to the same restaurant over and over again, isn't it? Because you yeah. know that you can't wait to take your friends and family gonna, there. Yeah, yeah. 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 That is, you're going to go there. You're going to have a good time. You'll have to wait for your food. You're going to. We're not going to come, and it'll be different from the time before. So I think, yeah, it's like, and I don't think it causes any sort of rift between people that have one and people that don't. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here, sat with Paul. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking thing, yeah. Speak to <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Um, have you ever had an experience of being somewhere where you've gone? I mean, you might, have, if you don't mind me asking, you yeah. might have this now, where you've gone. How? How has this place not got a star yet? Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. I think that all the time. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. actually? Like, oh, yeah. Or when yeah, yeah. you when I you meet out, or even where you ve- where you work? Do you no, feel, no, no, you not on mine. Like the past or now? No, or? no, no, not on mine. I don't, I, I don't think that I, I don't think we meet the right criteria for Michelin star. But I go to restaurants all the time, and I'm like, it boggles my mind how this place hasn't got a star or two stars. So I think sometimes. I don't know what happens, man. I know yeah. Michelin's so like mysterious. Is yeah. it even to you no guys? One. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, they don't yeah. give you much feedback, if any. Yeah. I don't know how many inspections I've had. I've had one announced one in like eighteen months. I know I've had a few from Twitter, but that it was just a quick chat. That was it. So I don't know what I don't know what they're looking for. I still don't know what it yeah. takes. But from what they say about consistency and quality of food, as much as I've enjoyed. Holborn, I don't see why it wouldn't meet the criteria from yeah. what they say or a lot of other restaurants. Because isn't there like, um, there's like a kebab man in the Philippines that got one. Like, All right, shit. stop rubbing it in. <laughs> <laughs> they do wicked I'm saying if that. they could get one, like, you know, come on. No, no, no. I'm like, I don't know, but I, like, I was, I, I did a dinner in Stockholm last, uh, this year, oh, sorry. God, I'm terrible at times. Yeah, dinner in Stockholm this year and that restaurant I sat there, had dinner, like after we did this sort of pop-up dinner with them. And I've eaten in Mission Star restaurants since I started cooking, right? Because I'm going to experience and whatever. And I sat there and I was like, how on earth has this place not got two stars? Mm. And the the guys said to me at the end of the meal, they were like, we haven't had an inspector in here for a year and a half. So like, we don't know how we're going to get to. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's tough, man. I think there's this sort of mystery and around... Mm how they sort of you know hit you on certain quotas and whatever but they love that they love that mystery side to yeah that's what they're so revered yeah isn't it yeah because i i seen now you've jogged my memory didn't they tweet something from their account being like we're at the rsc watching a play yeah but so then, everyone obviously we didn't know if they'd been but you're going so they're in the area like as yeah. if it's like some sort of like missed like it's a, like you guarantee that would have been a week or two before it would yeah. never have been on the day. Right. So like when they've tweeted about our dishes, like I don't even recognise them sometimes because it might have been a lunch menu three weeks ago and I'm show it to the guys. I'm like, I don't, is that, is that, oh yeah, that is ours. Yeah, that's the that's cod mental. garnish with that dish. You know, so like, it's you know you haven't served that for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So they sort of keep you chasing. It's very cloak and dagger. <laughs> it is, yeah. it is. But it was kind of what keeps it all the chefs on edge, yeah. isn't it really? But I, th- I think it's it's what you make it it's I don't know you hear like stories of people like they get a bit obsessed with it and when they're um, when they've got it like desperate to keep hold of it Mm. and I don't want us to become about that 
I want us to carry on in the same vein and just moving forward like we always have been. Mm-hmm. We've got like amazing local guests. We've got a guy who lives down the road has been 26 times. Most of them on his own. Seriously? And that means more to times. me than any award. Like someone that just comes that's all the time amazing. on his own. Yeah. In a year mm-hmm. and a half, that's like, it's mega. Do you, have, do you have the same thing where it's like the same guy comes in every week for his... No, people come once, they never come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sign of not... No, no I mean, we're not a neighbourhood restaurant, so it's a little course, bit different. Yeah, different so for us, it's more of like a, a destination thing. They'll come, you know, I don't expect to see people coming all the time. But we have, bi- you know, like business lunches, I see the same people every single day, five mm-hmm. days a week. Yeah. Um, God, I take my hats off to them. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, 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 it's mad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, I don't know, I, for me, I've always turned with restaurants, like in terms of going back somewhere often, it's about feeling welcome and yeah. sort of that familiarity thing, yeah, right? Of totally like, is, it's a yeah. bit like your local pub mm. where you walk into your local and they know what you're going to order and they already start pouring it yeah, and you lovely. see, oh, look, there's one eyed Jim and he's like, oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, maybe this is a terrible analogy for the no, no, restaurant. Yeah. But you walk in and you feel at home. Mm-hmm. immediately and like and that makes you want to go back all the time and if you can nail that as a restaurant you've got consistent you know business coming in absolutely so I've told my front of house you know stop swearing at guests when they come <laughs> to the restaurant <laughs> uh, just smile let's do that no but I think if you get that right it's incredible and like yeah. Noma they do it like the most extreme way, right? Yeah. You like open the front door of the restaurant. Just for those that don't know, Noma was n- has been number one restaurant in the world before, I think. Yeah, yeah, a few times. Three stars, yeah. two stars, two stars, two stars. Yeah. Yeah. in uh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what do they do? So when you arrive, even I mean, they did this at the previous one. They do it at the new one now as well. But you arrive and kind of there's like a little uh, path that goes down to the restaurant. As soon as you get towards the path, there's Two always kind of two members of staff waiting for you. They're like beckon you over, yeah. call you over, and you're like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is, this is gonna be cool. Start waving back, like, you know that. Yeah. I've not been beckoned for years, <laughs> and they sort of lead you down. When I went, I went in uh, the beginning of this year, and it was the head kitchen porter and the maitre d. Mm. I thought that's amazing, you know. And this guy sort of welcomes you over, and then you go down, and then you open the door. And the entire staff are behind the door waiting for you to open the door. And they welcome you. And as a Brit, it's fairly overwhelming. Wow. You're like, oh. For me, that's, yeah, for me, <laughs> that's like you've won the Premier yeah. League and they're giving but, you the, the well, guard of I mean, honour as you come yeah, out. Like. They, they do it for every guest, but they time it in a way so that if you've never been before, you feel like it's just about you. And you're like being welcomed into someone's home and they absolutely nail it. Such wow. a little thing as well that it makes a massive difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's easy. Don't cost much. Straight from the outset, and uh, yeah, I, unbelievable. And when I went, Rene Redzepe, the chef, was there, and his kids were there, and his kids like ran up to us. Oh yeah! Wow, and it's seriously. just bonkers. So you automatically feel at ease. You feel welcome. And yeah, yeah. I don't want to go to restaurants anymore where I feel out of place. You know, and I go in and I don't feel like I'm dressed correctly or. Yeah, because weirdly that feels like the tradition that's been left behind because some people used to love that because that made it feel like, you know, I'm spending hundreds of pounds, I want to wear a suit and there's going to be a white tablecloth and I'm going to be treated like I'm a royal coming into it. You know, I think that used to be part of it all, yeah. actually. For some people, for some people that's awfully intimidating, but I think others would say that they loved that because that made it feel yeah. like it was 
extra special. Not me personally. No, but definitely not me. some people. Yeah, I'm too stubborn. I hate being told what to wear. I've yeah. been to restaurants and they've given me a blazer. What? Get out. Yeah, and it don't even fit. I look like an idiot. <laughs> I look like a little kid who's wearing his oh, yeah, yeah, little kid who's wearing his dad's suit running running around the house. Like it's so you're automatically uncomfortable in that yeah, situation. Yeah, and then I'm that hot and mental. I'm sweating. Yeah. So I think that is. How bad do they do that? Do they say, "Oh, excuse me, mate, you're a bit underdressed. Do you mind if you put on one of our jackets?" Yeah, yeah. And still, restaurants what? they like, like they insist on that and. Like at the end of the day, as long as you don't go in in an Aston Villa kit or something, <laughs> like, you know, there's a certain amount of responsibility. We don't have a dress code, yeah. but no one comes in here looking, you know, like you know, a builder straight off the site with cement all off them. Like that would obviously be inappropriate. Yeah, but yeah, sure. you, you hope people have got that much common sense that yeah. you know, people come in here in shorts and trainers. I'm fine with that. Yeah, they, are you comfy? You know, but you know, you might have someone in shorts and then someone on the next table in a suit, but because of the way we set ourselves it doesn't look out of place yeah that makes perfect sense I think like from the outsider's point of view the non-chefies point of view the um, the Michelin star rating system is something that is because it feels so rare I think it's super prestigious I think it works because so few people have it so it's like this big thing to strive for but it does lead on nicely to something that I know is going to be hard to shut Paul up about <laughs> which is TripAdvisor ratings and reviews because obviously you know, this wasn't even a problem 10 years ago but now, I mean, you've got a Michelin star pool. You're the only one in Stratford-upon-Avon. Salt is 11th. First ever. First ever. Tri- tri- yeah. <laughs> TripAdvisor says that Salt is the 11th best restaurant to eat in just 12. Stratford. Oh, 12. You've gone yeah, down in we a day. We went down yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> we went down in a day. So yeah. before you get onto it, Paul, Callum, TripAdvisor, because I know well, social media has had a massive part to play in the success of your yeah. place, right? So how do you feel about TripAdvisor rating reviews? Is it great that Joe Public's got a platform to air their views on your food and rate it out of... It was technically out of 100, isn't it? Or is it... Because it's... Is it points? No, it's just stars. Five stars. It's, can you do halves? Yeah, but isn't it... No, on no. Di- no so it's out of five. So what do you think? I Look, I think there are merits to it. So... If you are consistently reviewed on TripAdvisor all the time and you see a recurring problem, right, then that is maybe something that you can look at and say, well, look, we can fix. A friend of me and Paul's has a group of restaurants. And, uh, <laughs> I know you're on about it. Yeah. He, he <laughs> had, on, it? It's uh, Gary Usher, okay. who owns the, a restaurant group with Sticky Walnut and Wreckfish and some other. Right. And, Gary had a review of one of his restaurants where someone said, I've just driven past and it doesn't look like the type of place that I'd like to eat <laughs> and gave it like zero out of five or something. And it's fucking poison. And that is where TripAdvisor is really dangerous. Yeah, because right? that just contributes to the overall rating like yeah, any other review, yeah. right? So the yeah. only thing that I take from it is if I see like consistently, they're like, uh, this dish is too salty. And I'm like, well, maybe it is. If there's like 50 people saying it, then okay, let's have a look at that. Yeah. Um, but, and also I think, yeah, I think it's good for hotels, weirdly. I think it's really good if it's you're looking at someone to stay in a hotel. Restaurants, it's mad. It's mad what goes on on oh, it's crazy. guest reviews. on Because the general person who sort of knows, I, like understands what service should be and what you know the quality of food versus the cost of the food Mm. um i think is the type of person who at the end of a meal 
if they're not happy, would talk to the manager. They don't go and put it or online. Or talk to a chef. Right. Yeah. And yeah, not yeah. just be like, oh, you fuckers. When I get <laughs> oh, home, <laughs> I'm going to have fun yeah. tonight. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's mad. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, no. Does that help? Would you say it's helped you? It's not helping you? Because, like, you, I, you say I, in central London, there'll be people on their apps going oh there's this place and it's got this review like so you it might be enhancing but it's mad because it's the first thing people look at online because mm-hmm. it because of the algorithms on google so, so they'll is, go to that before they go to your restaurant's home page absolutely web, yeah website. always yeah. comes up if first. i write yeah. now if i put into google do it do it <laughs> do it, <laughs> do it now. Put, put where to eat in stratford upon or best restaurants in stratford upon avon yeah, yeah, we're way down there, yeah. <laughs> no, if you type that into Google, I bet it comes up first thing, TripAdvisor. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, baby. Come Roll on, bring, the dice. Bring it. Bring home the bacon. What's the number one hit on Google? Yeah, TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor, Trip there Advisor. it is. So you see, Anything. that's the danger. Because if people are just writing trash on there all the time, yeah, that's the first thing people see. Yeah. Right? And they don't. Not not everyone sees our side of it, where you're in the business and you're just like, for God's sake, like people just write an absolute garbage. To be honest, before I met Paul, I didn't. I thought, oh, TripAdvisor is good. Mm. This is great. Like, yeah, I can find out what's yeah, great, what's dreadful. Like, yeah. I just thought it's perfect. And yeah. then I spoke to you about it. And then, you know, three hours later, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> when you wrote yeah. it, like, <laughs> like, it's true what, what Callum says. Like, if somewhere's getting consistently bad ones, then there's one common denominator. Then, you know, you can work out. There's no about fire sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if it's something with the service, then you know there's an issue. But like my my mate, well, I've got loads of issues with it to be honest. And I don't, I don't really <laughs> care where three. we are on the, you know, the position, the rating. I'm, I'm fine mm. with that. It's just the the way, it's the mentality of people nowadays that they can't come and talk to you. Like you said, mm. they'll go, and sometimes you can tell there may have been an issue that we we might have sorted out in the business like we have issues like every other restaurant does we try and sort out the problem there and then but they're still going right about it even though you may have given them some free drinks apologised made sure they were you know fluffed up all night and really happy mm. but they still got that outlet where they can go and do it and you know like what what, what, what the fuck is that all about what yes. and then you find out find as well I was reading one we got a bad one yesterday and not that he checks every night but no, not at all. We get emails. You can't help it now. You're like, oh, I'm going to sleep. Oh, new trip advisor. Yeah, I'll go to look because I won't. Wait a minute, you got no, turn yeah. notifications off. Like, it just don't. Yeah, you could, but then you just go looking, don't you? <laughs> it's really hard, though, isn't it? I got today. I was kind of sat there. We were like, having a little manager's talk in the, in the business, and someone said, "Oh, we got like a rough one the other day," and I, I was saying to myself, "Just don't look at it." Yeah. Don't look at it. Don't look <laughs> don't at it. Respond. Turn it's not, the other cheek. All it's going to happen is it's going to make you furious. I looked at it and I was furious. And I was like, <laughs> Why, mate? It's like Pavlov's dog, isn't it? It's like, just don't learn. But no. that's the thing. If they'd came and spoken to you or your mm. manager, then you can have a conversation and they probably calm down, you calm down. Mm. But when they put it online, You've got nowhere to vent. You mm. can't have any closure. You can't solve the problem. They've not given you opportunities to solve the problem. So they're angry on their computer. You're angry at the restaurant. Nobody's worried. Yeah. That's what really annoys me. And it's, it's just made it easy for people. I know it's hard to complain in restaurants sometimes. Yeah. It's made it easy for people that aren't, you know, as um, sort of confident doing it. That yeah. They'll just be, oh, I'll just wait till I get home. I'll yeah. review. And then, like the one I saw yesterday, there was a couple of issues. 
minor issues, nothing major. Car machine broke. And it didn't look that bad. Yeah, car machine broke. <laughs> Double charged. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that they're writing it and it doesn't look bad enough for them so that... They're exaggerating. Exaggerating a bit. Yeah, yeah. maybe subconsciously muscles. they're doing yeah. it because they're I mean, angry and they're in the moment. And... Like, it had like 23 likes on the TripAdvisor or something like oh, that. Like, because oh, you can click helpful. There are like five stars, never get helpfuls. Like, that was helpful to 23 people, you know. Yeah. 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 yeah the, the, the other side of it, which is really dangerous, is that people can write stuff without ever having been to your restaurant, right? There's nothing that stops anybody. It could be a geezer in Islamabad. Writing a review of salt at the moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it can. There's nothing that can stop that from happening. Mm. And the danger of that, I'm not saying that there's anything untoward here, but for you to be 12th or 13th in this town at the moment, right? Yeah. Somebody could be writing good reviews for a restaurant to get themselves up in the leaderboard. Right? Yeah, and that we know that happens consistently throughout Does the business. It? It's oh, obvious yeah. when it happens. You have social as well. media teams in restaurants that their job is to sit there and just write good reviews of their restaurant to get them up the table, right? And you, yeah, mental. I mean, yeah, all you've got to do is shut your computer down, open it back up, reload it so the IP address changes, do another one because they check IP addresses. That's mm. it. That is nuts. I didn't realize yeah. that was commonplace yeah. at all. Or like, if if a restaurant has a bad review, then their social media team will just consistently write reviews until it's sort of disappeared down the page. Yeah, so you don't see it, it anymore. Yeah. So Brings it, the it just take, yeah, yeah. That any sort of, uh, just burn it. Burn yeah. it all. <laughs> one, one, one time I was, I was like, when I was particularly wound up about it, I thought I'd do a test. Yeah. So I wrote a review. I opened up a new TripAdvisor account, wrote a review about a kebab house in Leamington. It's, I don't think it's on there anymore, but, um, and what, I wasn't does gonna the kebab do a, house exist now? Yeah, yeah it's oh, a real it kebab house. Right, okay. I wasn't going to give it a negative one because that's not fair. <laughs> so I gave it a five star. I'd never been there. And I wrote that's this f- banging fucking kebab. ridiculous yeah. live review. That it was what a couple of years know? ago. You know when the that game on the kebab po- was Pokemon <laughs> Go was out? <laughs> the ghost yeah. like, was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They spit roasted Pikachu and stuff like that. Seriously. And then like I wrote this massive review. What? And then I tweeted it to... You didn't put spit roasted Pikachu on it? Yeah, I did, yeah. Oh, yeah seriously? Did, yeah, and I, you know, how amazing it tasted and blah, 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 all this. Just just <laughs> ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So I Help, tweeted... 23 helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love a bit of Pikachu. I'll be there later tonight. Loads of uh, those people on Pokemon Go going, really helpful, mate. Perfect. Thank you very much. Yeah, I think they deliver. We could get some tonight. Yeah. But I tweeted it at um, TripAdvisor consistently and it stayed up there for months. Yeah, you know it's just how easy it is to do. Like I was sat in my car. Mm. I remember I was just angry because I'd read a bad one or something. My daughter was in the back asleep, so I was just like, right, do this, put that review on. And like within hours, on there, and it just stayed on. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's like people use it as a tool nowadays, right? So like activists use it as a tool. So if they see, like, you see someone recorded being racist in a public arena. They'll find out who that person is, what their business is, put it on Twitter. Everyone give them bad TripAdvisor yeah. reviews. Yeah, yeah. And you see someone getting sacked because people yeah. have used it as a tool that for something completely that. different. That's awful. Isn't I'm not it? saying yeah. that that's a bad thing because anyone who's racist <laughs> should course. use this yeah, job but, anyway. Yeah. But like, it just goes to show how different it is from what it should have been. Uh, here's maybe an argument f- for it. 
Um, mm. So a couple Careful. of years ago, I know, I'll try and be. It doesn't involve any <laughs> killing of Pokemon. Um, <laughs> myself and my girlfriend were in Venice. And I suppose as tourists a little bit, you don't know. I mean, we were using our phones and stuff, didn't know where we were going, but you're just maybe looking for somewhere for lunch. Mm. Because of TripAdvisor, we looked for where's the best place to get pasta, yeah. like authentic Italian yeah. pasta. So it took us off the beaten track, which as a tourist, you very much stay on it. Yeah. We were down a back street in a tiny little cubby hole, and it was the best pasta I've ever eaten in my life. Oh, I'd have never have found it. I think that was a one-off, honestly. You, you, yeah, you, got, yeah, yeah. you got lucky, yeah, honestly. <laughs> you did that, you like, yeah, you got lucky, mate. Yeah. Honestly, really? I, do. I think, think it's a one-off. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I didn't expect, I thought you'd go, oh no, fair point. But really, it's one-off. No, I'm too uh, stubborn for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're lucky. I do, yeah, I think, you, I reckon if I went to Venice it, and I rolled the TripAdvisor dice, yeah. I'd end up in like a dive. <laughs> Really? Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's so misrepresentative <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. of a city's food. And I genuinely do. Yeah. Um, but I look at the London one and it's bonkers. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's, there's like, well, like the top five sandwich like shops that are above Hospital Road, Gordon Ramsay. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's mental. But yeah. I suppose it's because, like, uh, for pools here, like you'll have bad ones going who don't get it or aren't in, who just don't, they'll yeah. go, oh, portions were tiny, three stars. Yeah. No, okay, so no, that's it. When I said sandwich shop, that's a really bad example because I'm in a crap sandwich shop. I love sandwich <laughs> shops that are good. <laughs> so I mean, but like, a, yeah, it. that's what I mean. It's like when you go somewhere and it's just tat yeah. and that's like above some of the most amazing restaurants in cities and you're like, well, that's funny. How's that worked? You know what I mean? But, yeah, but, but the thing, the thing, I think the thing that I get wrapped up most in and winds me up is because because I get involved with it is the fact that like the, the star rating, mm. so you get a three or a four, and it's like, oh. even if they write quite a nice review, that's it's like, a really oh, good point. Is that it? But then that that same person might have reviewed the Fat Duck or Hospital Road and given them a five. So yeah. If they're a five, I'm certainly not a five. And so, three is quite good. Yeah, so because yeah. because it's general public, they've got no guidelines. They're just either right and angry or happy or whatever, just smashing away at the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> so annoyed at <laughs> like Keys coming off all over the place. <laughs> um, Type it with a hammer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, four, you call me four out of five. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, at least no, no, no. with um, no, that's right. Like, I think the, like Empire Magazine is the um, they've had a really strict system for years. They do use five stars like TripAdvisor do, but obviously they've got judges. Yeah, but mm. you Consistent know, a four, a four people... star film in Empire is like, oh, it must be bloody good. Yeah, yeah, but that's not the same on TripAdvisor. I'm looking at a four, going, oh, it's not five, is it? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm, am I getting out of bed good, for a four? Is this a good sandwich shop, or are they spit roasting <laughs> a Pikachu in here? <laughs> like, it put in the same context. Like, I'm really proud of our three rosettes. AA give one, two, three, four, and five. I know we're not a four or a five, but that's a five star rating system. So why am I pissed off with a three on TripAdvisor? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's a good point. I think it's probably because of the. Every user has got their own spout. internal yeah. system for those five stars. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. So you might get a dreadful... Like, I've seen it before where people go, this is dreadful. Like, I wouldn't come back here again. Two stars. 
I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. So I, but to them, like that's in their head. And then some people go, it wasn't that great. Blah blah blah. Four stars. Like I just don't. They. Yeah. Everyone's got their own system within mm. the boundaries of the five that they give you to do what you want with. That yeah. Must be it. I guess what you have to do, you have to pick out like a TripAdvisor star reviewer, don't you? Be like this. You know, I'm going to take this, this guy. guy as the next Jay Rayner or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And just follow them and just follow their star system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I might do that. That could be fun. Actually. I'm definitely yeah. going to do that. I think this leads perfectly onto our first feature. A little bit of a game for you both, right? This is how it's going to work. I'm going to read out a TripAdvisor review. Why, why would you do that to me? You have what you have to do, and I, I believe Paul knows all of his own. So what I'm going to do, <laughs> what I'm going to do, is I'm going to read out to you yeah. TripAdvisor review. It could either be of Salt or yeah. another restaurant in this town. You have right. to decide. Not mine. Not yet. Thank oh, God. No, don't worry, mate. Oh. I'm gonna flip it over to Paul, and then he will. Because it would have been it. like this pie was shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pastry out of a soggy bottle. <laughs> okay, was this salt or somewhere else? Okay. Well, this place is a little bit of a conundrum. A potential to be great. The food was good the first time. Poor the second time. Service rude and impersonal. Owner absolute rude ignorant individual who seems determined to ruin his business into the ground overpriced for what it is try it if you fancy a risk of who knows what you will get <laughs> was that Paul or was that another restaurant in town I like you've gone in slowly on this <laughs> Jesus Christ. 100 oh, mate, miles an hour, is, that is. If you click on terrible, there is no going slowly yeah, with okay. the reviews on TripAdvisor. So I'm going to go up my gut else? here. I'm going to say this is salt. It is. Oh, oh, I know it well. I wrote that one. Oh, mate. That's that on mine. That little story, I got in trouble for replying to that because we've got a policy of not replying. Yeah. And yeah, my wife told me off for yeah. replying. Yeah, I couldn't sleep and I was angry. Unfortunately, I've got Paul's response here. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Go on, then. Drum roll. We have no record of you dining with us. <laughs> I looked into it. Mate, not even a hello. Like, just shit sandwich, right? You start with the positive. They clearly don't like me. They don't want a hello. We have no record of you dining with us. No idea who you are. No idea what your issue is. (laughs) Strong start. Strong start. A lot more gobbledygook. And uh, this review is highly suspicious. If it's true, give me a call at the restaurant and we can talk it over. Paul. I like that at the end. But but the thing is with that. Yeah, yeah. That review... They are fucking angry. Did they come oh, back yeah. again or did they no, speak to you? Did no, they follow you up on your offer of No, calling? they're a coward. Whoever they are, what's that? <laughs> um. No, it's... If you look at that review, they, there's, they haven't mentioned what the issue is. They haven't mentioned anything constructive. They obviously yeah. hate me because they've... What did they say about me again? They said... Um, oh, I don't want to repeat it, but... The owner is... The owner is absolutely rude, ignorant individual. So exactly. Just, yeah, so... They didn't. There, there was no. There's it's no just context. Personal. It's just there's no personal, context right? of this happened and then this. Yeah. And you know, like, yeah, it pissed me off. They, they <laughs> had one on them that day, and they yeah, vented it on you, Paul. No, maybe, it's a really good point. It doesn't happened. actually explain what happened. Or exactly. Why? I, why? Why are you so emotional? Yeah. What caused these emotions? Yeah. Because it doesn't say that, does it? They've. Yeah. Exactly. There is like something else has happened to them, but they're projecting it yeah. onto you because it. Yeah, for some reason. Because genuinely, if if we mess up, hold my hands up, we messed up. We'll, we'll try and get it right. Yeah, That's yeah. what hospitality is about. Yeah. But give us something to go on. Yeah. Like, 
You know what I mean? That's why I thought that, that's what makes could that be a, a competitor, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, and right. what annoys me as well, it just shows the mentality of this person that um, they've been before, they loved it, they never wrote anything. Oh, we yeah. hated this time. I'm going to cane them. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like, Paul, shall I give you one? Go on, then. Okay, so this Soggy is bottom pies. This is either Callum's humble Holborn pie shop. Oh, you are going in on me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or it's another restaurant. You've got to tell me which, okay? Yeah. Here we go. One out of five stars. Oh dear. Title: Wholly disappointed. Okay, I admit it. I gave in and followed the masses after seeing it was rated very high. First impressions were highly disappointing on arrival. It feels like a cross between a cheap Spanish brothel and a brick lane bedsit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm lucky enough to have experienced the pleasure of both. (laughs) (laughs) There was a strange smell as soon as you entered and the bearded waiter showed us to our table... No drinks or nibbles were offered. Was that Holborn or somewhere else? So what was it? A Spanish brothel? Cross between a Spanish brothel and a brick lane bedsit. I'm lucky enough to have had the pleasure of visiting both. <laughs> well, I don't know what a Spanish brothel looks like. Sure, of course can, no. can we Google that? No, don't Google that. <laughs> it's your Wi-Fi we're using, mate. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. um, it can't. I reckon it's somewhere. It's not Holborn Dining Rooms. George, do you know? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> if it is mine, I fucking lash out. Do you know what I mean? Like, that makes me. Even if it's okay. someone else, it makes me so angry. Don't worry, like, it's not you. Oh. It's someone else. It's actually, okay. it's actually another. It still makes me angry though. It's is like, it Strafford? Yeah, it's another Strafford. It's like going through all of that, and then they're like. No nibbles or bread with Rothford. <laughs> like, is that really? I know, like, I know. All they're saying is they didn't like the decor and they're annoyed they didn't get a freebie at the start. That's yeah. it. And they're really angry. Yeah. That was not one of yours, mate. Don't worry, I'm going to spare your blushes and leave you clean on this, Jesus, this good, first ever yeah. podcast. <laughs> uh, moving on then. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, because I think this is my favourite like topic when it comes to... Um, the kitchen specifically, not just the restaurants from an outsider's point of view. The culture around chefs is fascinating. The hours, uh, the notoriety, the stress, the sort of traditions it's upholded of like the, the military atmosphere and how that's progressed over time. I think from an outsider, it can sometimes look like oh, a nightmare. And we've seen it's portrayed on, on TV shows as a, like it's in an exaggerated way of like Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmares and yeah. things like that as mm-hmm. like a pressure cooker environment like somewhere where when the shit hits the fan it's a horrible place to be so we're going to call this boiling point and what I want you to both give is a story of a boiling point you've reached and lashed out on someone or an instance that's happened to you but when has it just got all too much in the kitchen who wants to go first I'll go first go on so this this was like it yeah, I was angry. It was me. Uh, <laughs> well, you were the disher. You were yeah, this out. was more of a prank because I was really, okay. really annoyed at this guy. Well, set so, the scene. So we, um, this was in my first head chef role when I was in Suffolk, a place called Tudnam Mill, and um, great restaurant. Did you go? Yeah, did you? I when don't I think there? we knew each other then. Was I there at the time? You, you were cooking. Oh, really? Yeah, no incognito. Re- remember? No way. I thought yeah. it was the first time I'd eaten my food tonight. That's cute, no, no, no. I think yeah, it was. Oh, well, cool. the first time at Salt. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Oh, okay. That's nice to know. There you go. Where was well, uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah you bollocked someone. Yeah. yeah, well no, the, the, there was a, we had this comic working for us, and he <laughs> was a bit of an ass, right? right? And we, you know, we're pushing him, giving him a lot of, giving him a lot of crap, and he, he was, he was doing all right, but he had an attitude on him. His attitude stunk. And then one night, I was, I wasn't working. His car got stolen in the car park, right? Um, and I didn't have CCTV working down the bottom end of the car park or anything. Obviously, yeah, it's a shame. We didn't want. You know, it's course, not something yeah. you want happening. Uh, that wasn't me, by the way. That's not the story. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> just, was brutal. Just to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, he's phoning me and he's having a go at me, moaning at the um, at me. I'm off. It's a Sunday night. I'm off with my wife and I'm like, piss off, mate. Like, what do you want me to do? speak to the general managers there? So he's just like, I'm really sorry to hear that, mm. but don't you dare, like, vent at me. Anyway, so I get back in and sort it out. It's been a few weeks. He's got a new car. But he's still got an attitude on him like it's everybody's fault. Right. He's a brand new car. So uh, I sent him downstairs to the walking fridge, got his keys, give it to one of the guys. I was like, take his car about half a mile up the road. Oh, my. God. <laughs> um, and I, I kind like of forgot this. about it. We got through service and and then we were getting changed. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Just <laughs> oh, remember. Oh, shit, yeah. Of, little present for later. Right. Yeah. So, so, because he, he just had this attitude on him like the world was against him and it was all our fault. And it's like, mate, you had your car, Nick. It's like, <laughs> It's shit, but <laughs> like on. back down to earth. Yeah. Like, it's nobody's fault. Yeah. He probably left his keys in the car, the idiot. <laughs> but yeah, so we're walking down the long car park and you can just see him looking and he's like So you're right, mate. Are you hold are you with him and you're Yeah, we're all together. walking down together. Yeah, we yeah, made you don't want to miss that moment. We left <laughs> that's the goal. We left man. together. Yeah. I said, Hang on, I'm coming, wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking down there and he's like mm, my car's gone, my car's gone. <laughs> We're like, nah, nah, you, you sure you're parked today? Sure. Oh. And it wasn't a big car park. And there was no corners or anything. <laughs> and he's on the floor. He's got his head in the car. He's like, my dad's going to kill me. <laughs> so we oh, all mate. just burst out laughing. And like, it'd been a few minutes of him. You know, he probably had the odd tear. Um, and he's like, we just uh, chucked. Um, he just said, look, mate, it's about half a mile up the road. Walk down the country lane, you'll find it. <laughs> oh, my God. But it taught him a lesson. It sorted his attitude out. Did you feel yeah. guilty at all? No, not uh, at all. Still don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to work with, like... So, you, you're with each you can't other be every day, yeah. all day, right? Yeah, you can't yeah. have someone in the team who brings everybody else down. Yeah. It's like having a black well, cloud in the kitchen. I think that's why people are like, it's apple. like that military attitude of we're all in the bunker together. Yeah, yeah. Like, why be the one that brings us all, you know, get uptight and get, like, we're all in this together sort of thing. Yeah, and I think quite often in the industry, especially now where there's, like, a sort of shortage of chefs throughout the country, a lot of chefs will keep on someone because they don't feel like they're in a position to lose someone, yeah. even though they, they behave like that. And it's really tough, but you have to just cut them out. Yeah. You do a rotten apple, just spreads, mm. doesn't it? Go on then, lay it on us. Whenever you either uh, lost it on someone well, no, or, got, you, or someone has had a go at you. I got I, I copped one the other day. Did you? Yeah, I copped one the other day. How, what, so, like last week? Uh, when was it? Uh, about a couple of weeks ago now. Okay. And um, it was... Uh, the the restaurant I am the chef at is in the middle of a really beautiful hotel, like the Rosewood in London. And uh, we put on a Christmas party every year that's for like all of the sort of big regular guests, stuff like that. And it's always like an amazing party. They big always night. nail it. Yeah, it's such yeah, a good party. Yeah, yeah. And there's always generally one surprise guest that um, is a musician or something like that that they bring up and sing. And 
Uh, so, so chance, can you give us a... So last year, I think, was uh, Nicole Scherzinger. Oh, yeah. I think, wow, so we're talking big names, though. Talking, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know who it was the year before. Oh, mm. Ellie Goulding the year before. Right, okay. But so this year, uh, they had this guest coming, and um, it was big Gary Barlow. Right. Wow. Comes no, to a juggernaut. few songs, right? I like a bit of Barlow. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. He's a good I'm songwriter. A fan. <laughs> and he loves <laughs> your pies. Yeah. <laughs> so I was there sort of like setting up some of the food for the party and uh, and his backing group was sort of... They had to call Take That. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. Hold, don't give oh, me right, this, sorry. Is, this, yeah, okay. is, this is Gary... Gary Paul Mark Cohen, so a backing low. singer. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, it was I just know. him. I don't want to get in trouble with those guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry. I uh, painted you out to be someone you weren't. Yeah. Up. <laughs> Big Barlow fan. Shall cool. I mean? yeah. and, uh, no, not really. Uh, but anyway, so he, this, this backup group are warming up, right, on the stage. And, um, yeah, Barlow's nowhere to be seen. He's not ready yet. It's not going to come down to the party starts. But two of my chefs are there and they're dancing away to it, sort of slow dancing with each other. And I videoed it and I put it on Instagram and I was like, you know, these two guys getting down to a bit of Barlow. I didn't really think about the fact that I was releasing out to the sort of, like, I have 80,000 followers on Instagram. Jeez. Most of That's a, a responsibility, Callum. Right? No, but a lot of those people are sort of the people that were coming to the party. Yeah. And uh, and I was kind of just releasing exactly who the secret guest was for the night. <laughs> oh god! I, just, I didn't even put two and two together. Yeah, yeah, really? No, no, did I? I'm really, oh. I'm quite dim, so I didn't really put two and two together <laughs> until my boss rang me. Well, he texted me at first, and he was just like, "Get that off social media." <laughs> and uh, and then I got like ten other phone calls from other people. Can get that off? Get it off social media. Yeah. And then I saw my boss and. I have an incredible relationship with him. He's brilliant, right? And I get on so well with him. And I walked up to him and I was like, boss, I'm really sorry about that thing. And he just looked at me and he went, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Just dead face. Whoa. And I was like, oh, ouch. <laughs> so he'd been sitting on this secret that he had Gary Barlow performing for six months. And then oh, Uncle you. Callum comes <laughs> along. He's like, let's do it for the gram. Yeah, and he really wasn't happy. But we've got over it now, I think. And uh, he's forgiven me. But um, yeah, I tell you, he's put up with me for five years, and I've gone to him some mad stuff. Over really? the years. he's a good boss. He's a good oh, boss. Mate. But like, I yeah, I think like in terms of me sort of losing it with someone, mm. yeah, has I, that happened. Do you know, it has, it has, and <clears throat> at the end of it, I've only ever just been angry with myself, and that's mm. the reality of it, right? That I've lost control. That I've ended up shouting because. I've worked for bosses over the years who've just shouted at you from the moment you walked in to the moment you left. And after a while, you just learn to switch off. Yeah, you get in your head. To it, don't you yeah. just like, go on, keep going, you fat bastard. <laughs> keep, keep shouting at me all day long, mate. I don't care. Do you know yeah. what I mean? In your head, you're doing that, but you've like got that look of concern on your face like, yes, boss, yes, yes. And like that's so ineffective. You become hardened to it, and you don't take it personally. Yeah, I think so. And I think like growing as a chef when you're young is, and it's this is why things have to change. Growing as a chef when you're young used to be just learning how to deal with that level of shit in different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like when you got to that point of being tough enough to let anything bounce off you that was thrown at you either mentally or physically. Sometimes, you know, you progressed as a chef. Yeah, when you, like uh, I remember. One, yeah, one boss who used to scream at us. He was like, "Don't, don't sulk, don't sulk. I'll get worse." 
Do you know what I mean? And yeah. you, had to, you had to learn how to take a bollocking. That's bollocking. like the army. Yeah, so you'd take a bollocking, but you'd have to snap out of it straight away. Like it hadn't happened and just yeah. focus again. And then once you got that, it's like you level up. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you can go on to the next stage because <laughs> you've got that boss. skill. Yeah. 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 Wow. And yeah. like, that's mad. You know? And I genuinely do think that we, we have to readdress that as an industry. And people are now. People are readdressing yeah, it all yeah. the way across the business. But for me, it's like I went into cooking because I saw uh, that I could make people happy through cooking. Yeah. Right? And it's like instant gratification. You can make someone yeah. smile with yeah. cooking. It's, and it's exactly. a lovely feeling. And you, you see it every day right in front of you in your restaurant pool. Yeah, right? it's, it's amazing. Like right in that open you. kitchen, you can right? see it. It takes then, you back to why you yeah. started it. But then why would you do that? And then the guys who work with you every single day next to you, you treat them like shit. Mm. It yeah. just doesn't fit in the picture, <clears throat> does it? I don't think it does. It's like, no, 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 if that's what you're in it for, not everyone is in it for that, but most chefs I think are in it because it's, it's a form of sort of, you know, sharing love. It's like you make people happy through food. Yeah. But then you make other people feel like shit. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> There's up. a massive yeah. juxtaposition of things, yeah. isn't it? Like, do you think it that is. has changed or is changing? That? It's definitely changing. Yeah. And it's great. I think it's great. Yeah. And awesome. I've, I've worked for bosses like that. And I never went into that kind of way. I I was, and I was very different. I've been there. I've been shouty. And it, like you say, you just, you you feel shit all night mm. afterwards, don't you? But I was always reactive. You know, I'd be supporting them, coaching them. But then mm. I'd just explode. And then they didn't know how to take me then. They were like, oh, he's, yeah, he was my yeah. friend earlier. And it wasn't like yeah. I was playing mind games. It's, it's just that instant reactive, yeah. yeah. That so, consistency being thrown off. Exactly, yeah. Freaked them out, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, and then you'd be like, you perhaps subconsciously feel a bit guilty. So you're like, you know, you try and bring them around then. You have a beer with them and stuff. But it's probably not doing them any good all that up and down yeah, yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've never done anything I regret, really, but... Yeah, I notice how you went up at the end. <laughs> Remember anything I regret? <laughs> but, you know, you're young, you get carried away, you're excited. And yeah. I'm, you know, the way I always thought about it was like, as the head chef of somewhere, you get a bad review, you get a letter come in. It's always your name. They don't know the general manager's name. They don't yeah. know the chef's name, the waiters', waiters names. So it's always you. And, you know, also I always thought that like people... The dining public's changed, so people save up to go out now. So it's mm. this big special occasion. They bought a nice outfit. If you mess up their meal, you've you know it's, it's a terrible thing to do. So and it's such an of the moment job. If it's wrong there, you, you know it takes so long to get it right. So you you don't want to ruin their night that they've been looking to for ages. It's yeah. not like you're just cooking for the rich to do yeah, it all the time. Yeah, that's true. So I, I used to look at it on like that, but but here I never took that approach. I never really shouted at anyone here. And yeah. a year and a half, and I'm much happier. Like genuinely, I am. Like it's just there's yeah. a great atmosphere in the kitchen. The two guys that started moving with the kitchen on day one are still here. Yeah, so that, wow. you know, yeah. Good... It makes you feel like a proper team that's lasted. That's yeah. it. You know, I've had a high staff turnover in other places. You know, because I couldn't keep up with the momentum or just being bollocked mm. or whatever. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to be there now. I'm going home, man. It's the wife that I'm angry. I'll shout at someone and then I can't sleep. I just... Yeah. Yeah. In my, three years ago, my hair fell out. Yeah. I genuinely just really? started falling out in patches, wow. big patches. And uh, and that was because of that. I was just like so stressed all the time. Like, mm. Every time. There's a massive restaurant. I'd be walking around like, 
why is there a scratch on that wood over there? Do you know what I mean? Like every mm. tiny detail. When you were saying that, did you believe it when you were saying it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, and I absolutely felt that it was my responsibility to see everything and to deal with everything. And and one day, I remember I was bending down to get something in the kitchen and one of the chefs had this look of shock on his face. And I was like, what's wrong with you, mate? And I got home and I had a big patch of hair missing. And then another patch fell out. No, Fortunately, yeah. it grew back, but it was no, like no. a stress alopecia thing. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, yeah, amazing. I mean, that's the other great thing about being a chef is that you really just don't generally take care of your health properly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other great thing yeah, about being a chef. It's mad, right? Like, I almost died a couple of, what? No, not last year, year before. I, I remember like, being in hospital, yeah. Yeah, I really? collapsed in the street. Yeah, because... And that was uh, sim similarly sim related to the, the hair thing. Was it to do with oh, stress? Yeah, I saw my with... hair in the reflection <laughs> and the car just collapsed. <laughs> was it all no. like the same No, sort I mean, of... that was something. It was like, I had, I had a pain in my stomach for oh, okay. six months and I ignored it and was like, I'm a chef, it's fine. It's probably just stress. Probably loads of butter. Yeah, and just like didn't go to the doctors because I didn't think I could. I didn't have time. Yeah. And, uh, and I ended up lying on the street in the you know, centre of London one night looking up at the stars unable to breathe and i was like oh my i'm God. gonna die and this and i was honestly thinking you complete fucking idiot do you know what i mean like why don't you just go to the doctor and there was a calm thoughts in my head whilst i was looking up and i couldn't breathe and uh unfortunately i came out the other side of that but it was it was because i was a sh you know you're a chef it's like this is the life. It's like pride. Yeah. Pride it's getting in the way. It's ridiculous though. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if you don't have your health, you can't be a good chef. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I was out of the business for five weeks at the busiest time of year at a time when I genuinely thought I was so important to the business. I could not be away from it. Yeah. And you know what happened in five weeks? Nothing. Like it, the restaurant was perfect. We had a review out, which was amazing whilst I was in hospital. And and it taught me so much. Complimenting you, or at least your restaurant. The restaurant, yeah, yeah. And because everyone in that restaurant st stood up, did their jobs, took on responsibility, ran with it, and and I came back to the business and was like, I've been a dickhead about this whole thing. You know? Really? Like, so it like like that was a penny drop moment, and you absolutely. changed your approach. From yeah, that. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it was great for me. Just the best thing that happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's gonna kill me for saying that. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, chef, chefs can quite often be quite thick, thick, not thick. No, thick skin. No, not thick skin. It's thick skulls. Like, thick, like, yeah, it's more of a stubbornness. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, stubborn pride. The thought, yeah, I wouldn't take an afternoon off to go to a freaking GP, and I ended up being five weeks out of out of the restaurant. You know, and that like, is ironic, isn't it? That yeah. you won't take an afternoon, but mm. then the restaurant runs five for five weeks. Mm. Yeah. Um, that feels like a really cool and poignant moment to end the first ever nightcap. Um, that was awesome. I can't believe how quickly the time has gone. Yeah. Thanks so much for sharing. Thanks to everyone who's listened. Wherever you are, however you're listening, uh, here's to you, Callum. Thanks for joining us. Thank and you. Thanks for the nightcap. I think a cheers is due. Cheers, cheers yeah. Guys. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for listening to The Nightcap, and remember, if you love listening as much as we love doing it, then support us now on Patreon at patreon.com 
forward slash the nightcap. We'll be posting exclusive content on there and giving away signed menus from Paul's Michelin-starred restaurant, Salt. That's patreon.com forward slash the nightcap.